0: Hey, it's Wally, and this is Small Talk, Right Talk. I want to talk to you today about public education and um, my view that we should never pass another school levy ever again. And especially given the last year, the way that many schools have shuttered, and I, I, I am a public school teacher, well, I was, until I walked away after educate seeing education is completely destroyed with no personal accountability for students we used to look at parents and uh the parents and the teacher would look at the student and we would look at the student and say why are your grades bad now the student and the parents look over at you and say why are his grades bad and i got no use for that i was always responsible for myself my grades the things that i learned and i struggled in school i struggled in school a lot So, I I don't really buy the whole thing that everybody has a disability. I 100% have ADHD. It's not even a, I mean, literally a chemical imbalance. I can have an Adderall and a Mountain Dew and fall asleep just fine. I mean, it literally, you know, scientifically works for me. But, I found and was able to cope that way I could function in society. These little snowflakes, they can't function for anything. But, the biggest problem in education is the NEA, And for those of you who don't know who the NEA is, the National Education uh, Association, and they are the union that is the national union. And they are a group of people that couldn't give a damn about your kid. They couldn't care less if your kid can write his name on the top of his paper. It's all about not even really the teachers. And nothing falls from the NEA, no policies fall from the NEA that help you out. Some of the local unions are, are pretty good. I was involved in two of the local uh, smaller unions, and they were really good. They actually they actually worked for their workers. But the national, they, they couldn't give a damn about you. They couldn't give a damn about your kid. And unfortunately, there's so many people in the NEA, there's so many schools and teachers that are hook, line, and sinker for the NEA that when you stand up, you get blackballed. And it happened at two different districts because I stood up to the NEA twice, uh, and two, two of the four school districts I worked in in nine years. You stand up to the NEA, it is going to be a, I mean, a hellfire for you. You, you are going to have all kinds of issues. All of a sudden, stuff starts popping up all over the place. But you have the right in the United States now to opt out of the teachers' union. They also have the right to non-renew your contract. And that's what will happen. So you can take a principled stand... But that's why, uh, and that's what's going to happen to you. So the other thing I wanted to talk about is I see a lot of people ragging on teachers. And um, I just want to say that your... I, I'm no longer a, a teacher, so I, I'm not speaking as one of their colleagues anymore. Like I left the profession for a reason. I left because of no accountability. I was assaulted by a student and followed all the protocols, and they still tried not to pay me after I was injured and had my shoulder ripped out almost completely. You know, torn labrum and uh, and my the ball and socket for my shoulder was completely popped like a chicken wing, and they still tried. They still tried to you know move me around to a school that made it so I wasn't comfortable and you know they took me from an elementary school special education and tried to put me at one of the worst high schools in the state one of the most violent schools in the state so i mean it's it it is it's a real problem but the teachers aren't in control of everything that's going on and i want to tell you what is on the plate of a teacher because i don't think that people articulate enough what teachers actually have to do now see when we went to school there was a lot of discovery it was a school was a fun place to be you did all kinds of experiments. You you know, like every once in a while you got your average crossword and stuff like that. And some of that stuff was useless. But, and yeah, some of it was baby work or uh, was busy work. But, I, I and I get all that. Like we shouldn't have had the busy work and stuff like that. But I learned. There was something about the way that, you know, education was going when I was in school that worked. I, I, I'm able to use the, the skills that I learned in, in high school and stuff like that. I was like, but I mean, the things that I would be using right now are, you know, different. I mean, things that things I'm using right now are those maths that we always ask the question, why, well, why do I need to know this? Why do I need to know that? Well, because if I need to take a pipe on a 90 and I need to, or a 45, I need to know, you know, if it's a rolling offset, a squared plus b squared equals c squared. Sounds familiar. I mean, there's different skills that I learned, but I had no idea how I was learning them. The problem with ed- education today is the fact that we don't... Uh, teachers literally have no idea why they're teaching stuff. I'm teaching stuff from my books, from the uh, from the uh, very trade school that I'm going to, where the things that I taught and I had no idea the practical application because I had no idea of what the real world was like. I went to a, a college where they told me how things were going to be. I went to a college where they, you know... They taught me the skills, but everything I learned at that college, I had to relearn. So it's not on the teacher's shoulders. I'm telling you that right now. The curriculum is verbatim dictated. It is a scary situation because a general curriculum, you have to say certain things in in these lessons to be compliant. So you can't deviate from what's in there to meet the needs of individual students. You have to make sure that you say everything that is in that book and it's dictated for you to say. So not only that, it, they want, they are, there's already lesson plans made in a lot of these, but then they want a lesson plan for every single lesson you teach. Well, I taught eight lessons a day. Those are a page and a half each, at least. you got to tell why you're doing it, what standards. you got to tie everything. you got to have them all written down, binders and binders of lesson plans. That's just the start of it. So not only do I have 10 pages of work to type up per day, I was a special education teacher. In general, education teachers don't have as much stuff to do when it comes to this stuff, but I was a special education teacher. No extra pay, by the way. I got an extra uh, 30 minutes a day uh, for work time. But yeah, that, that really works out when each, each report is... Uh, 17 to 25 pages and when you do the report you have to do progress reports on the on that collect the data and administer them to students. Oh you don't get extra time with the students? No. You need to make sure that you're teaching while at the same time assessing another student seeing how they're doing. So you're doing three or four different things at one time not to mention that you're gonna have a bunch of behaviors in the classroom that are not gonna be backed by the school district. They're not gonna send extra staff in to help you and when you do call for help because the kids raising hell and doing 30 $32,000 worth of damage, which happened to me, and the kids throwing stuff all over the classroom. If you touch that kid, by the way, or you try to restrain them, or you do anything other than let them just raise hell, you can go ahead and bet your ass there's going to be a lawsuit. On top of all of that, they have progress reports. These progress reports go every four and a half weeks, quote unquote. But you have to start taking the data. There's so much data required and so many, so much testing required that I spend most of my time testing than I did actually teaching. So while I'm teaching, I'm supposed to be gathering all of this data, compiling it, starting as soon as the, uh, the quarterly reports are over, I start doing those. So every four and a half weeks, there's, there's a report for each individual student. Well, I had 27 kids on my class load. Each one of these progress reports is at least two to three pages each. I have to have individual data on each student. Do you start to see how maybe there's too much on teachers right now? Maybe there's too much requirements in the classroom by a teacher. Maybe there's too many things that you're asking me to do. And then, oh, by the way, every single time and ask any teacher uh, that you, um, ask your kid's teacher, go up and ask him. Be like, hey, how much time do you have to do, to, the, to do the extra work and the extra stuff? They'll get a 30 to 40 minute period per day. Which usually they'll come into you probably somewhere around, in the morning when you're planning on doing all that stuff. And they'll come in right before the kids get there. Oh, hey, we're short staffed today. I need you to cover XY duty. Oh, don't worry. We'll compensate you. We'll give you an extra $13 on your check. Meanwhile, that was my only opportunity to to pull some students or to get that information in. And they keep on piling it on top of you. Meanwhile, testing is not taken into consideration for meeting kids minutes on, on IEPs test. So they'll have a two week testing period where they mess up your whole schedule and they still expect you to get all of that done. Folks, there's way too many requirements on teachers and hoops that teachers have to jump through daily to meet the needs of students. They're not meeting the needs of students. They're doing paperwork and busy work. I spent more time doing busy work and paperwork and documentation than I ever did teaching. My last three years of teaching was embarrassing because all I had, all I was able to do was put kids on a computer I could not. I did not have the time. I had so many requirements that were put on me by the school district at Dayton Public Schools that I could not do my job. So do me a favor. Before you go out and bash teachers saying how they're not doing their job and they don't... I mean, I I, I wouldn't want to go back to the schools either. At least I had time at home to get my stuff done. So... Before you go out there bashing teachers, know that the system is rigged to help teachers fail, not help to make them succeed. And therefore, it is rigged to make your kids fail and not succeed. This has been Wally, Small Talk, Right Talk.